What's good, Knicks fans? This is your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with Andre Jalil and Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Here's Dennis Smith Jr. driving. That's what he does. Drives and drives. Inside for Lopez. Lost by Knox. Here's Smith Jr. up with the left hand. It is. Rising and surprising him with the block shot. Smith Jr. dishing off. Kevin Knox. Wide open. Knox throws it up. And Robinson with the left. This is our take on everything, Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. This is episode four, part two. Let's get back into it. The Toronto game was interesting to me because it was a whole lot closer than anyone expected. And I think game by game, we're getting better as a team since the, since the, uh, the surgery, since the <laughs> trade. Um, but since the trade, they, um, they've been playing a lot better. Um, they took the, the Raptors all the way to the end. Um, only, only lost by five, 104 to 99. It was a really, really close game. Yeah. Yeah. Even when the Raptors started to pull away a little bit, they jumped right back in it you know what i mean and, and it felt um, like it was very possible that they could win this, that that game right yes that's what i'm yes, saying like yes, it, just a little yes. bit more play calling and, and i promise you those wins would be but like, the, the thing just intentional change. see but look no it's not it's not play calling you can't have play calling on defense that's what that's when i that's what i'm talking about when it comes to the iq plays these are things that <clears throat> we we're, we don't have a set go out there jump over the screen one pl- one play one thing that I saw would have changed this entire game if Dennis Smith Jr. was jumping over the picks that they were setting for Kyle Lowry. If he was just literally going over the pick instead of going under, that takes two to three of the three-pointers that Kyle Lowry made out of the game. And that makes him have to take a two-pointer. I would much rather you stop the three or I, I'd much rather him take a two and make it than you, for you to give him the chance to make a three. A star. Don't ever give a chance a star to make threes, because then they will take it and they will make it. <laughs> it it always feels <laughs> just, like it always feels it like teams have that game where they're gonna make it on us. And the thing, the thing, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think, Ricky, like what, what you were saying, I don't think that it's the play calling. I think it's 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 them executing, and I think that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah these execution. kids, they're, they're young, and and now we have a trade where these guys haven't played together. And I, I think that mm-hmm. it's I think it's cool that they are they were close on those games. And I think that one thing that happens, it seems like always happens in New York, where we play up to the competition. So Toronto's in town or we got we're playing Toronto. Yeah. Now we got we got to show them we yeah. can play. Then they play a game like tonight where they play mm-hmm. the Cavaliers. And they're like, oh, this is another game. We should be able to pull this one out. They're also a bad team. You know what I mean? And I feel like they yeah. have to they have to they have to work on their consistency. I, I do at Hazonjia. Mm-hmm. I think that he's a he's a baby. Like even on this this last game, <laughs> he 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 didn't get a call and he kind uh-huh. of stops. And it's just like it's like stop right. doing that, yeah. dude. You're yeah. not gonna get a call all the time. I feel like overall, like yeah. a lot of teams, yeah. like just just go like play like get gritty. Like stop. Nobody's handing it to you. And I just think that people come to New York and yeah. think they're gonna. Eat. I don't know if they're thinking they're gonna get a call or whatever. But at the end of the day. These young kids have to learn how to execute. Sometimes they make bad fouls. Some teams they might not be where they are. Yes, you yes, know, and yes. that's and that's that's not coachable all the time. Mm-hmm. 
but you that's coachable. It's film sessions. Film I, yeah, sessions. I was gonna say it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's film sessions, film but sessions. that's it's gonna be a while. Like like I always say, like mid season, I want to see how guys look in mid season form. And this is why I was a little bit disappointed about not being able to play with KP because I felt like he was that piece. So when he was when he was here, I was like, all right, when he come back in February, we're gonna be able to now we're gonna have that piece and we get back. And at this point, I don't think it's a matter of tanking and like how many games are we gonna win? You know, we talked about that in one right. of the earlier podcasts. Like if we won the rest of the games, it's like it's not like it really is right. gonna do do much of anything for us anyway. You know, I, it just sucks to lose seventeen right. games in a row. Mm-hmm. But you know, these these kids are young. Now we got Kadeem Allen. We got this John Jenkins, like we're adding new people. We're not really developing chemistry or whatever the case. Trier was like a, a wild card. He came in and changed things, but we should be used to that. He was here mm-hmm. from the beginning. These guys had training camp together, a lot of these guys. Well, one thing I've noticed about this team, since that trade, we don't have any shot makers on this team. We got Hazonia. I said it right this time. We got Hazonia. <laughs> Cornet. We got well, Cornette. we don't have any. Sh- no, I mean shot makers. I mean guys who can go yeah, get bucket. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have like um, that guy. Every like a lot of guys. Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. is the closest thing to it. Knox is next, but um, Hardaway could go get a bucket. You know, Hardaway's um, gone. He can't. Burke could he can go, go get, get a, a bucket for Dallas now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. We rarely, we barely had any playmakers, shot makers before. Now we definitely don't. You know what I mean? Now it's really going to come down to execution of plays. And I think, even though we be we, we've got some better pieces, it might be harder for us to win going forward simply because. We don't have guys we can count on. Put the ball in their hand. To so let me ask you. Bucket. Let me ask you this. This you is another I mean? question. But like Ricky was saying, when it comes down to coaching, if you don't have shot makers, don't you got to coach them to their strengths? You know what I'm saying? Like get get to the basket, a mid range jumper. Here, I don't think that these guys have to be the best shooters if they're shooting mid range jumpers. We got to figure that out. Or is that? It's just not well, the game can, today. That can. No. Even if these guys come out and execute everything the coach wants them to do, they still got to go on the other end and play defense from their brain. And that's the issue. They can't stop anybody from scoring. If you look at it, we're net negative because we always allow more points than we score. That's it. It's not necessarily the offense all the time. That's why as much as David Fisdale gets slack for not running plays, which he doesn't always do, these guys don't run the plays to uh, to perfection because they don't have the experience. But you know, this a lot of times these guys have to play defense. You know what I mean? And that's that's just really what it comes down to. You can take a lot of these missed shots. You can take a lot of these missed layups. You can take a lot of these turnovers, which we don't get a lot of, by the way. I have to credit Fisdale for that because he since he's been here, we've actually. I think we turned the ball over. We're one of the best teams in the league in turnovers somehow. So um, we just got to play defense. It really comes down to defense. It's you, we are, We're one of, if not the worst, three-point shooting defenses in the league. And this is a league that shoots threes. So, of course, we're going to lose if we're letting everyone shoot threes. 
there's how many games have we lost? And you've seen guys out there taking threes who aren't even three pointers. Right. Yeah. They just have ultimate confidence against us because they know we don't have guys who have the experience to know what to do. When you come off the pick, they're not going to know what to do once you come off this pick and then a double pick after that. No, nah, they're not going to know that I'm going to curl around. And come. These are things and plays that guys who are veterans have run around in the league. And these guys don't know what the hell to do. You can see it. it these guys end up open all the time. It got so bad tonight versus who do we play Cavaliers. tonight? We played the, um, the Cavaliers. These guys went to a 2-3 zone. It, do you know how ancient that shit is right now? In a two-three zone, and and don't get me wrong, guys still run zone. Zones are not obsolete, but this is a league where it's mainly man to man, and and if you don't have a a, a good man to man team, you might run a three-two because you know these guys are gonna shoot threes. These guys are running two-three zone out there because they're terrible man defenders. And out there, it, it just, you can just see the, the coach is really trying to help them on the defensive side right. of the floor. He's doing as much as he can offensively, and they're doing okay. They can make some shots, but they cannot defend for the life of them. They just can't. You know what I mean? It got so bad, he had to put them in a zone <laughs> in the middle of a game. It, it, it's but it's like, not the first he, time he's done you it. You've got to think it a about that. Times and it worked out. Well, that's he, because these guys can't defend. You know what I mean? And that's the only way you're going to win. I don't care how many shots and threes you take. If you don't play defense, you're not going to win. It's just, it, it doesn't matter. Like, the only reason why we took teams like Houston. To, to, to the brink is, cause, you know, we only lost by four that game, James Harden, at 60, 61 points. You know what I mean? But they're not a great defensive team outside of P.J. Tucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's they don't really have many great defenders outside of right. P.J. So when you have a team like the Knicks who don't score well, don't have any shot takers or makers, and then you got – the other side of the floor where they don't play defense, you're not going to win games. It's just, it's a, it's a very simple equation. And I think that's just, that's just all it is. Like we don't play defense. Right. So, and, and that, Bad, and, and I think there's, a, I think coach. there's right. I was going to say, I think it's a, mi- a mixture of things. I think it's coaching. I think it's inexperience. It's the age of these young kids, because even Dennis Smith Jr., as much as I love him and how much potential I think he has, he's not known as like a, a big defensive player, which is why I feel like somebody mm-hmm. with Frank Nellikina next to him, I, I'm kind of curious to see how that works, if it works, and if it does work, you know, what that what that plus minus looks like, what it looks like, what the defense looks like on the, when, when uh, Nellikina's on the floor, if, he's, if they actually have him playing, sharing the one position, or if he's playing the two off of Dennis uh, Smith Jr., you know? We, I, I, well, it... It comes down to having a couple guys. Like when Mitchell Robinson was out, we were getting blown out terribly. And then when he comes back, you start to see how good of a defensive team we are when he's there. Just by him being there, he doesn't have to get the block all the time. He doesn't always have to 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 be there. But he always somehow changes the shot just by yeah. him being on the floor. Yeah. You that, know what I mean? That body is enough. It, it, like yeah. I said, the deterrent is, is enough to – 
to to get right. shot clock violations, bad passes, and stuff like right. that. Right. So, yeah. Now, now think about that. He didn't play a year of college ball. That's just his talent. Yeah, he just goes out there. Yeah, he he just that's just what he he wants to. Nilakina, he's not taught to play defense. You know what I mean? Like it's easier to teach offense than it is to teach defense. Everyone says that all the time. If you come in this league and you learn how to, and you already know how to play defense, you you're going to be good going forward because you can learn how to play. If you're a, a great offensive player and you don't play defense. Like anus cancer, I'd, I'd hate to really bring his name up again on this podcast. But you're you're not really going to get much. Did play he find anyway. a team yet? By the way, no. Also, also, did, did no. Wesley Matthews find a team yet? He's already yeah. signed. He already I practiced everything. I think he already played. For who? Pacers. The Pacers, because yeah, they said, but I never saw that he got he I resigned. What about Carmelo? Carmelo pick up get picked up by the team yet? I heard he went. He's going to the um, Lakers. I think I'm not sure if he was actually dr- completely dropped yet. If he was, then I yeah, think he, he, he might been be dropped. He been dropped, but I, I heard it was by the Bulls, right? Yeah, by the Bulls, they dropped him. Yeah, he cleared waivers. <laughs> <me. laughs> but I heard he was going to to LA to play with Bron. I don't know if that was a rumor or if if they were serious about. That. I see it happening towards the. Towards the end of the season, if they make, the uh, yeah, because right, like if you're Magic Johnson, like Carmelo's on you, like I, I gotta, I gotta see because I, I don't know. <laughs> Just think about it, like who you really, you really, <laughs> like Carmelo. I mean, if you're going into the playoffs, you're gonna need a score. You're gonna need someone who can score in the half court. You have to have someone who can score in the half court in the playoffs for sure. Mm. Cause it's more. There's no fast. There's all that fast break, back and forth, up and down. Nah, that's not happening in the playoffs. Oh. You're getting a whole lot more half court basketball yeah. and defense, and the defense getting behind you. You know, what I mean? and getting in front of you. I mean, so you need someone who can score in the half court. He might not be playable all game long, <laughs> but. He can I, give I, you would be, I would, I would be curious because before any of this stuff happened, before he left New York, I was always saying, I was saying Carmelo's never going to win as the number one option. And I was like, he might get mm-hmm. the, I was like, he might get a championship as the two, but probably more so the three. And I didn't see it working like, you know, him being the two or the three. But then he goes to other, he went to OKC and that was supposed to work. But it just seems like OKC with these two guys. Uh, 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 are working better without Melo there, and I don't think it's because they don't have Melo. I just think this is the year where they're starting to gel. I feel like if they'd have kept Melo, maybe right. it would have worked out better. They'd have figured some things out. And I feel yeah. like this 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 so, this so. NBA nowadays just seems like such a microwavable thing where it's just like these guys want they want it now, they want it done really quick, and they're not giving these these teams time. But uh, mm. nobody's beating Golden State. You know, what I'm saying the Lakers uh, uh, looks like they're going to be fun. I do feel like the Lakers are gonna do go farther than people think because of Ray John Rondo. Because Ray John Rondo is that guy that turns up in the playoffs. But that's why I, I think it would be fun to see Carmelo there because I would love to see how Ray John Rondo gives him the ball. And what because I think LeBron James is one of the, the smartest basketball minds in the game. I would love to see how he feels like he could fit. But I could see Carmelo frustrating everybody over there. 
Because like oh, yeah. like I said, he just he just can't run. He can't jump. He's uh, he's slowing down. Up to- I don't want to say that anymore. I don't want to say that anymore. Why not? I've 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 seen some things online, so I gotta see Melo. I got I just want to say I'm, I gotta. See I want to see it, but he still can't run and jump. I don't. I can't say that he's anymore. Never been able to jump though. No, you can't say never. Because I look what I, you know what you I did. Well, no, I, no, I, no. I actually saw because I yeah. saw some. Yeah, he was flying all over the place. When he had braids yeah, and all yeah. that. He was I, everywhere. Yeah, he, he was, hasn't. He hasn't done that in a. In a and that's while. what I'm saying. I, I've seen recently some videos of him. Oh, oh, on uh, the side, like playing with somebody, like pickup basketball. No, 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 no. He's doing strictly, strictly, um, explosive. Okay. Um, tra- okay. training. Like he's working on his body. It's not like he's out there shooting jumpers all day long. He's like he's working on his explosiveness and his uh fast twitch. And okay, all this stuff. yeah. Like he he knows he, he's his body has has been outdated. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that the thing I always said that I said Carmelo Anthony is that guy. Where if you stop playing basketball, he would blow up. And he always played like a skinny fat dude. Like the way he moves and he, he moves his head is like he's overweight, but he's not overweight yet. But it just looks right. like he's over. He just had, it looked like he was heavy. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, that whether it's genetics yeah. or not, you know what I mean? But again, we're talking about athletes that's getting paid a lot of money to play the sport. Exactly. And I also think Miller was, was, was grew up more of a, a forward and, and, and more like a, Bigger, I think his his body was bigger than his game fit a bigger body than it really was supposed to be in, and like he was fit more of like a four, like that's the body style he had. But his game, his talent was more of a two. Yeah, his talent. So yeah, because like when you, so his body and his game never matched up. When he was flying and dunking on people, and he had those braids. I don't remember the year. That was just youth. That was it. Yeah, that was his youth. But that was, but that's what your body. That's like the. That's like the standard for your body. That's who you are. And so as his get, they tried to play mm-hmm. and put him at the four because he plays that bully ball. But I do believe that something happened where because you know how people go for that dunk and they do that one two step. Carmelo hasn't mm-hmm. done that in forever. He always does the hop. <laughs> I'm serious, and it's just like, and I remember looking at it, and I was like. Why does it look so awkward with Carmelo? He jumped straight up. And every if you look at all of his pictures where he's jumping, both of his feet are always next to each other. He's going for a dunk. Both his, you know, he's never <laughs> kicking that knee up to get in that height. And I don't know. I know he had an injury on his knee, and I don't know if he was like, I got to figure out a new way. But I remember going through YouTube, looking at each year to see he, when it changed. I remember, I remember, I remember... <clears throat> At a certain point in his career, he changed from being a one-foot jumper to a two-foot. He's a hopper, and that that drives me nuts. You're not chasing anybody down on the hop. You know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't going toward nobody. You You got to take take that step step. and go. And so I I don't know if something happened with the ankle or the knee. Something we won't know for like 10 years after he retires and he puts it in the book or something like that. But those these are the reasons why I feel like I feel like if I'm seeing this. There's scouts and other teams, and, and Magic Johnson's definitely like, yo, he ain't taking that one-two step. That boy, he can't even jump anymore. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I just think I just think he's a big man, and you got to play him as a big man. <clears throat> Especially in this era, I think it's wiser to play him as a big man. You, you're going to have to. 
Because he's not, he's, he doesn't you know have, I mean? he's not and agile. I, like, like you need your three, but your three to be. My my main issue with coaches who have coached Melo for a long time, his best season when he won scoring title, <clears throat> he was the four. Why, after that, was he playing any three at all? I would have never had Melo at the three spot after, after he, he was, a, yeah. Did what was, he did at the four spot. In that system, spot. yeah, for what sure. Was the point? For sure. And I think that was, ooh. Why change it right. back? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. That was something that I always pointed out. It never made sense. It still doesn't make sense. He is unstoppable at the four position. He's unstoppable. Even, even right He's now? Faster than these guys. Let's Hell name yeah. some fours. Still, Who we he, got in the league? Fours. I'm not saying he's better than them. I'm saying they can't stop him. Yeah. I, I, well, he's not driving to the basket. I mean, but as a four, you're not you're not going to be an open floor driving to the basket. It's mostly post moves. Yeah, I guess he could have an advantage. Yeah, he like like Dirk. Dirk never has to drive to the basket. He, he does still that somehow step, surviving that step off back post or wrong foot jumper. Yeah. Is that the European jumper? What is that? Is, or is that just the dirt? I don't know what it is. It just looked like it looked like he just dirt <laughs> tiptoeing his yeah. way like through the league. Like I didn't even yeah, try he popularized that joint. But you know, you know, back to the back but, back um, to the Knicks. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, we went really really well. Far. You know, Car- Carmelo really is always really one of those guys. That's, it always still feels like you're talking about the Knicks when you talk about Carmelo. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, speaking of another three slash four, I'm back to this uh, Raptors game. Kevin Knox, um, who has some upside. I don't think he has any superstar potential. I think at most he might have some star potential. Um, but that's really all I see so far. Uh, he did pretty well against uh, Kawhi Leonard. And that meant a lot to me because he's one of the best, if not the best defensive wing in the league. And not only did he not really feel too phased by him and did, scored still 20 points on him, Kawhi himself only had 11 points. So I, I really think that, you know, I give Kevin Knox his credit for stepping up to the plate, looking like he wasn't scared, taking 21 shots and only making seven of them. But um, that's what you want to see. You want to see that. You want to see the young guy going at the guy he knows he shouldn't be going to, going at. You know what I mean? The guy everyone thinks that will, you know, oh, he's going to get shut down this game. I'm sure everyone looked at the calendar and said, damn, Kevin Knox is going to have a tough night tonight. Right. You know right. what I mean? But it looked like it was the other way around. Um, But, uh, you know, he looked good. And that was... The first game that continued on to tonight, the first game uh, I started the the Keep Kadeem hashtag on Twitter because the kid, he was balling, man. He, I think he had, what, 14, 14, 4, and 6 that game. Which game? Which uh, the game versus Toronto. Oh, okay. He had uh, 14, 4, and 6, which was his career high, I believe, at that time, which is crazy because the same game – Dennis Smith Jr. had 13, 4, and 6 after scoring 31 the game yeah, prior. Yeah, I know. I know Kadeem had 18 so, against the Cavs tonight by, by the, in the third quarter. 
Oh yeah, well, well tonight Kadeem had a career high twenty five. Yeah, that boy's bowling. Um, yeah, he had twenty five points, three rebounds, six assists, and what I'm starting to see from him is he actually has a shooting stroke, which I didn't think I'd see. You know what I mean? I thought he was a strictly a defender. I thought he was just an, a high energy defender, and he's stepping into these shots and he's with confidence and he's taking them and he's knocking them down and his form looks good. It doesn't look like a hitch. It doesn't look like he's a non-shooter. It looks like he's a shooter. It looks like he can shoot the ball. Like it, it's weird. You know what I mean? Cause I thought he was just a defender. Um, I love how he attacks the basket. He, he looks like he's fighting for a spot, a spot, but something about his game tells me that's just his right. game. You know what I mean? Um, but he's, he's definitely, um, he's definitely proved, proved himself to me. Like I'm sold on, on, on K- Kadeem Allen. I know we have a conundrum at the guard position. Uh-huh. If he has to go back down to the G league because of Moutier, I get it. But with having the last couple games that he had, he won't be there for long. And I'm not sure if we'll be able to keep him. I don't know if we signed him. Do we have him signed to a two-way deal? I don't know. I, you know, I, you know I, with all the losing, I kind of wasn't, like, watching like I would be if, you know, the team was, it was you know, it, all, it takes a little bit out of you see your team losing the mm-hmm. way they're losing. But I, so when I looked up, yeah. it was just like this kid popped up, and I was like, well, who's this guy with the beard? You know what I mean? Well, he was on the team um, in the beginning of the year, and he got okay. cut. And, um... The Westchester Knicks picked him up. Okay. And um, yeah, they basically cut him so that he could play for Westchester. And um, they you, clearly they had a lot of guys at the point guard position with Frank Moutier, uh What's this other guy? Trier. So uh, is Bird. he on a contract? So he is definitely because I know they got this John Jenkins who threw that beautiful ad alley oop to uh, Mitchell Robinson. To, to Mitchell Robinson. I'm like this nice. kid. These dudes. They have the touch. One thing I always like about these guys who come up from the G League, they got so much to prove. And and, and they play but hungry. They, they know basketball, right. man. You know what I mean? Guys who play in the G League and get picked up mm-hmm. are guys who know how to play basketball. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of these guys who are in the league should go to the G League. You know what I mean? It gives you that opportunity to be like, listen, I know I'm bigger than that, bigger than this. Let me do what I know I do best right. here. You know what I'm saying? And not have to worry about doing all the extra. Sh- because if you look at it, a lot of the guys, you know, like we said earlier, Tim Hardaway Jr., he was an NBA guy. He went down there, learned his lesson, came back, and clearly you see the, un- the inhumane contract he oh, got. Yeah. But he, he, he was not, he's clearly not a G League right. player. <laughs> He's not he's not a G League player, but I think it it helps a lot more guys than I don't I think it's, it has a bad a bad stigma, right. you know what I mean? I think especially now that guys I mean teams have their perspective G League teams, it's easier to work guys into a system when you have like the Knicks, their Westchester Knicks run practically the same plays and systems that you know the the regular Knicks play. So that's why it's so easy for guys like. Um, John Jenkins to come in and take shots and know how to get to the open spot and and, and just he this is a system that he's right. played 
Um, same thing with Cornette. It's a system that he played in the G League. Sometimes that's why I even see Isaiah Hicks when he comes up. He's making good plays because this is the same system that they run. So I think it's, I think it's, it's good that we're using a lot of the G League guys on the team. It shows, unfortunately, how much talent we do have in our team that we're picking up guys from the G League and they're getting good minutes on our yeah. team. But, um, you know, it's good to see that they, they have a farm system. And that's one thing that I like about, you know, and I don't really watch baseball, but the Yankees, they have a really, really good far, farm system. They have, uh, they, they, they build, they build guys up from the right. ground up. And when they're ready, they pick right. them up. And that's how they keep getting these good guys on low contracts <laughs> because they're not going out and overpaying for guys right. all the time. You know what I mean? So I think uh, – I hope John Jenkins sticks. I like his game. Uh, he's shown me already, you know, that he can come in and he can take shots with no fear and make them. Right. You know what I mean? Those first three shots I saw him taking and making, I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid right. looked like he got some promise. He's got a future. Yeah. So. Kid's got – he's got a future. I don't know. It seems like these G League kids are bringing it up. I, I mean, I also I want to see what we look like when we have when we have Moutier and uh, Frank Nilakina back. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'd hate for these kids to be yeah. showing them out because if cut if, if if Kadeem Allen is getting if he's getting numbers like this, it's like all right, we're gonna move Moutier. That, that'll be pretty embarrassing. Well, that's kind of why it's it, that's kind of why I. Well, like I was saying before, we don't have a lot of defenders. We got Mitchell Robinson back. We started defending better. We got um, um, we when we get Frank back, I think he'll add certain aspects to the defense in terms of getting us some more steals uh-huh. in the um, in in in. In the off, you know, in the de- in the defense, you know, getting us some fast breaks, getting right. us going. Um, I can definitely see him helping us with that, but it's gonna it's gonna be a while before we see what this team is and what they can actually do. It's sad mm-hmm. that we we're losing the teams like the the, the Cavs, Cavs, man. I almost curse at this right. point. And this the sad part is is both times we played them so and far. And I feel like and I feel like these these D League dudes was the ones that was getting us into the game. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. These boys sure. are out there playing. For sure. And, and that's and that's it. That's the thing that sucks. You know, um luckily, even DeAndre. DeAndre, um don't get me wrong, he's he is who he is. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that he's a, l- a step slower than he yeah. used to be on defense. Yeah, he's a l- he's about a step slower than he used to be on defense. Um, his presence is st- he still makes his presence known, and you're not gonna get a floater over him. You're still gonna block it, but that's just extra step that he used to take to get into the paint and knock things down and or throw them away. He's not really right. doing that no more. But we gotta see. So, it seems like it just it does seem like they're prioritizing these young guys though. At least yeah, at, at least from tonight's game. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine I'm fine with that. Me too. As long as he's fine so, with it, he don't yeah. start crying like Cantor did. Yeah, which I doubt he will. I, I right. highly doubt that. I, you know, yeah, I think he understands. Mitchell Robinson since he's been here has had 
consistent double-digit scoring games. So, I mean, if you if you tell me there's one thing that has changed since DeAndre Jordan has been here, it's been Mitchell right. Robinson. You know what I mean? A couple double-double games and double-digit scoring games. He just knows where to be right. all of a sudden. You know what I mean? It's, it's a right. huge difference. But, um... Um... What else we got? I think we, we yeah, covered it pretty much, man. It was really it was pretty pretty boring week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not me. a whole lot happening, especially when we're losing. I mean, if they would have won, it would have been fun to talk about. Game. But not that it would have changed. Anything. I really wanted us yeah, to win man. this game, man. Against the yeah, Cavs, man. come on, man. freaking Cavs. Then we play. We play the um, what is this team called? The Sixers Wednesday. Play the Sixers on Wednesday. We're in trouble. Um, yeah. That is going to be a blowout. <laughs> and then we they play... They went Tobias, Tobias Harrison, which is... I don't know how they pulled that off. That, that's unreal. That, Man, they should be... Um, it, it's hard to see what teams are going to come that's, out the East now with that, that kind of trade. I mean, the, what, the Sixers are now the most established team in the East because they have a team that will be together going forward right. for a while. And I don't think any other team in the East has that right, right now. And they got Boban. You know I mean? Especially even the they South. They got Boban off the bench. That dude is like a, a, yeah, he's a giant. that's right. It's like, It almost looks like it's unfair. They that's got him right. off the bench. And he's like not even jumping the dunk. That's it's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, that's wild. All right, so after that, we play the Hawks on Thursday. And that is the last game before. All-Star break. Um. Uh, yeah, the, the Thursday, the um, Valentine's Day. You guys go out there and have some, spread some love. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? How did How did you feel? How did you feel um, about our fantasy week this week? Oh, you you gonna go there? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I thought I thought you had me. I have on Saturday. I didn't play my guys, and I was wow. looking. I said, "Oh, Joshua got me in one of the leagues." Then I was like, let me set my team up for Sunday. And they came back and they pulled it out for me, man. You know. Oh, wow. Oh, man. No, no, no. I was just, you know, I just thought it was an interesting week. Our fantasy. Thought it was interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> on that note. Well, one my, one of my leagues, <sighs> Dre got me, y'all. He got me in both of my leagues. He got He got me in both of my leagues. He beat me in both leagues. One league for some reason. Oh my god, did I leave this guy on the bench tonight? See, oh, I'm, I'm still winning. I'm still winning eight zero. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, Dre got me in both my leagues. Um, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. <laughs> Especially because the dynasty league, I had you, and I just needed. What was it? What was it that I needed to beat you? You beat me by one. Oh, you beat me by two, two categories. categories. Yeah, I think it was five you to three and one. Category. You beat me by two assists and by two wow. steals. Man, we was tied in double doubles. Man, like this is that's. I yeah, those yeah, those are the ones they. I rather you blow yeah. me out. Yeah, I rather you. I rather you blow my team out. I rather. I rather mm-hmm. lose by a landslide than to lose by two assists and two steals right. and tie in double doubles. Whatever. I've a lot going on this year. I'm in about six fantasy leagues. I'm not doing that ever again. 
so I can focus on beating y'all ass. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to so. make sure you got to do what's right. I'm going to see you in the playoffs, though, in that uh, Dynasty League. Don't worry right. about that. Don't worry right. about that. All you right. I think which one of these one of these but, leagues um, I'm in first place. No, you were. You were. Uh you're in second place. No, no, now, no, no. Sorry. Oh, in the dynasty league. In the dynasty wait. In the dynasty league, I'm in I'm in second place. In the dynasty league in the second place. Yeah. Oh, you're first. You're first in the I'm trying to tell you, you the kid nice. I know I know where to place Look him. I know you. I know who, who's doing things. He knows he knows where to place him. <laughs> He knows. I'm actually tied with LA Let me Braun, see. but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. You know, I think I started winning, and he caught a couple L's, and I caught up to him. But me and him is. I'm really upset. I'm really upset with how my team is showing out in that league. I I drafted terrible this year in a couple leagues, and I and I and I normally don't do that well. I won two, three leagues last year, and all all. But all you just picked up Miles my, my, Bridges. I, I was about to go pick him up. Miles Bridges? Oh, 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 Macau Bridges. Bridges. I picked him up. And which which league this was that? This is in the uh, the re-up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had to pick him up because yeah, I needed some umph off that bench. And um, what's his name? I dropped him for somebody. Who did I drop him for? Uh, Markeith Morris. Real quick, real quick. Oh yeah, Marcus. Yeah, Markeith Morris. Wait, they got him. They got him as a point guard. No, I'm sorry. Monte no, Morris. Say, That's Monte Morris. And yeah, and um Jamal Murray just came back in um Denver. So those are the minutes that he's gonna lose to Jamal Murray. So I had to drop him. Pick up somebody else who's been playing pretty well. Mikael Bridges has been doing all right over there. While TJ Warren is injured. I got a whole bunch of players on right. my team that are only balling because other guys are injured. Right. So um did you? Oh, by the way, did you drop Jaleel Okafor? Nah. I hope you dropped well, him by now because he ain't getting no burn. I was gonna say I was looking at it. I was like, let me just get one more night out of him. I think because now the homeboy is back, but he's not getting any burn. I mean, when did he play? I think the sixth was the last time he played, and uh, AD didn't play. And ever since AD has been back, he's gotten two DMPs. Oh man, how was I winning with with yeah. that? I gotta go get him up out of there. Yeah, yeah I got that a little was, over. Which one? What league was that you had him in? The real. No, no, no. I think I, I think that's on the uh, the, the the dynasty. That was in the league. dynasty yeah. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shoot. Well, no, nah, you don't. Oh have no, I, I dropped. Yeah, because I saw that. I, you know what? I picked up Larry yeah. Nance. Yeah, right. That's why. Yeah, because yeah, okay, I was like, okay, nah, because okay. I was looking at it, and I knew after 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 Anthony Davis came back, I was like, yo, this dude. But the thing is, he's been going when he when he was getting his minutes, he was getting numbers. He was going. Numbers. Yeah. Really so I'm like, numbers. oh man, he had like twenty something, thirty, I think twenty. He had twenty something when I was. Oh, he could actually play if they give him the time. So I think that looks good for him. In the future, and all that. yeah, I think he'll get. I think he'll get. Uh, you gotta think about it. AD's not gonna be there. Going right, right. After so this, he's gonna have this opportunity. Uh, he's gonna have opportunity. That's something else that we didn't talk about. They um, this word that the Knicks would trade for AD on draft night. They're gonna. They're gonna use the pack. What you mean? That. Like, so they're gonna. 
that first pick. So we're going to get our first pick and get rid of him for the this like I said last last episode. There's a possibility in some strange world out there that we get KD and Kyrie and we somehow get the first and then pick send them over and we trade him that yeah. Yo, Zion you know what I would like about that? You know, you know why that AD. would be dope cuz I wouldn't mind it cuz now we going to the now we going to the to, to the final. Straight to the finals. Like, so we went from the worst team ever, and that's why I think about us losing 17 in a row. I feel like it could only we could only go up from here. Because well, the bottom three get the same percentage to to get the top pick. That's why we gotta win. Yeah, but if we get in KD and we get Kyrie or whatever the case, then no, what I'm saying is winning two extra games still doesn't change necessarily where we'll land in terms of getting the first the right. top pick. Well, yeah, you said it's, it's still 14% no matter what for the top three teams. Yeah. Or the, or the bottom three. Like we can drop two positions and still end up with the first pick. Right. We can still win our way into, no, what, what is it, in the, in the, in the uh, East, to the 12th? Or are we 12th already? What is it? No, we're, 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 we're dead last. Right. Night. If we feel, like you said, those two positions up, is that put us to 12? Yeah. The teams we got in this league. No, that would put us to 13. 13. And uh, yeah, we do that. Yeah. We still get that, but you know that it's still wait, 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 it's, wait, it's still it's, yeah, it's still it's still a long shot because you know the same. We go. I would hate to get Zion and to do all of this. We do all this losing, get Zion. But if we have AD and KD, first of all, who's getting the ball? Like I, we, I don't even want to. I, I, I don't want to. Like, we we got to put this podcast to rest. Talk about all that crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because this that is just too much excitement for one night. (laughs) Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. Uh, yeah, man. Let's 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 wrap it up. Um, we lost we lost uh Ricky Ricky we lost lost Ricky. I don't don't know where Ricky went. Oh, Uh, there he is! Oh, there you go! Hey, hey, turn up. Hey, hey. Yes, you are just in time for us to close and wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> He's Man, like, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for coming out, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. He, he, yeah, he heard us so, when we said, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm right here. What do you mean? I'm right here. He was like, Lazarus. He just you. Came back to the dead. <laughs> it's like I'm right here, man. I was just listening. I just got caught up and just listened to y'all go. Yeah, just caught these yeah. real quick and then <laughs> <laughs> had nah, the mute but, button um, on. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we um, we we've been running way longer than I thought. We we didn't have much content to talk about, but you know how we get down. We we just we flow flow with it. Um, we just flow with it. Uh, this might be another two party, y'all. <clears throat> because we just put two parties out all the time. We, <laughs> because we, we can't stop like talking. That. You know what I mean? We we nice like that. You know what I mean? But um, thank y'all once again. Another episode of the God of Next podcast. I am your host, Apollo Reed. We got Andre Jalil. We got Rick the Ruler. Um, and we'll see y'all soon. Absolutely, all right? man. Y'all take it easy out there. Till next time. Till next time. Till next time. Peace.
next time when you wake up. <laughs> 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 All right, All right yeah.